Welcome back for another episode of Bitches and Stitches. I'm one of your hosts, Danielle. And I'm Lou. And today we have a special guest. We've been talking about it for how many episodes now? Well, I guess two (laughs) episodes now. Migana, president of Fredericksburg Pride. So excited to have you here. Ugh. Thanks Gosh. for having me. I'm yeah. so excited. Absolutely. I mean, it was a, it was, it was a lot to get her on the schedule. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it was actually very easy. <laughs> our schedule was pretty, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> bad, yeah. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Migana Henry, and um, I'm. I've been from this area. I moved away a couple times. Came back a bunch of times. Um, we always been, do. Yeah, I, <laughs> we and always uh, do. been been here for about eight years now. And um, so, okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 31. If, if that's not a rude question to ask, no, it's um, fine. But yeah, all right. Then okay. No, all right. All right. Um, so, do you mind if I ask what pronouns you use? Yeah, not a problem. I'm she, her. Okay. All right. Same. Same. Wow. <laughs> okay. All We're right. On the same page. <laughs> oh my god. There's another so knowledge. The bi- oh lord. So the big question I have for you is, when did you start Fredericksburg Pride, and why did you start Fredericksburg Pride? So I started Fredericksburg Pride last year in 2021, early last year. However, it was a goal of mine for many years. Yeah. Um, there was an original Pride Association a long time ago in Fredericksburg um, that has since dissolved, and um, their events haven't been going on for quite some time. A lot of um, uh, the elders in our LGBTQ plus community in Fredericksburg remember them being in um, Riverfront Park, which is now a very pretty park and it used to be Mm -hmm. kind of like a parking lot thing Mm -hmm. but um this has been a goal of mine for probably five years now ever since I started organizing LGBTQ plus events in the area so I've got a meetup and um Facebook group they're both private but um you know we we are welcome to having members of our community and allies friends and family um, attending these events. And as I was doing these, you know, I, over the years, I just realized that we needed more. Fredericksburg needs more. We need more recognition. We need more allies. We need more mm-hmm. safe spaces. And um, in in the height of, you know, COVID, a lot of other events were going on where new organizations were popping up representing you know, we had uh, BLM, we had Melanin Cooperative, we had a lot of other things coming in. Mm-hmm. And um, some of these organizations were representing Pride, and I'm very thankful for having them start, you know, sort of a revolution here. Mm. And um, however, there was not a Pride-specific um, organization. And I, I just kind of felt like it was time. I'd been here for a long time. I've been setting my seed and letting it grow. And, um, so last year we started the paperwork and got approved and it, everything's been kind of smooth sailing since then. Well, smooth sailing for, you know, (laughs) as far as as paperwork can be. Yeah. 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 Well, that is awesome. Not only that, but, um, so this is kind of an off, off the book statement. I, I don't really necessarily know if it's a question, but, um, cause when I think of something like, you know, Everybody knows about DC Pride, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a big thing. And I have no idea when D- DC Pride got started 
anything along those lines. But I see Fredericksburg pride getting to the point to where they're like, they're as big as DC. We are going to have, I mean, everybody's asking for a parade and we're not, we're, we're not there yet. You know, we don't have those kinds of sponsors yet. We don't have that kind of attendance yet. However, these are goals. We're right in the middle of DC and Richmond. We're right in the Mm -hmm. hub. So you would think that we would have something already organized for that. However, we don't and the surrounding areas don't. So Mm -hmm. we had a huge attendance last year and we think that's because COVID restricted two huge organizations, you know, um, Capital Pride and um, Virginia Pride in DC Mm -hmm. and Richmond. And so they were, they had smaller events, but they didn't have their actual big organizations. And thank goodness that they are going on now because we do need more going on we need you know people can't always make it an hour away so i'm thankful that they're um, up and running again and i'm definitely curious to see what the attendance is going to be like this year because dc and richmond are both going on again this year which is great um and we but we do think that we'll still have a very big attendance this year as well because last year we had a lot of people from dc and richmond coming our way oh wow that's awesome yeah i didn't realize that either when i was there last year so Mm -hmm. but that's great and you know it also kind of gets the Fredericksburg Pride name out there too so that way you know maybe some of those people will still come down this year or come up this year so which would be which would be awesome well it's kind of cool because I mean when I think of Fredericksburg Pride I kind of think of it as um a small you know, you, you go to like um, a huge restaurant like Applebee's, for example, and there's mm-hmm. this big corporate corporation. Yeah. They've been yeah. doing it for a really long time. They know what they're doing. And then there's like, you know, soup and taco in Fredericksburg, right. mm-hmm. you know, small mom and pop. And I kind of think of us as like a small mom and pop are just starting off and people would just, well, as, you know, soup and taco has been there a while, but mm-hmm. um, we're just starting off and we hope that people realize that, you know, we are growing and we are learning and we are forever trying to be better yeah. and be more inclusive and more inviting and more welcoming. And um, it's been um, an amazing thing to see in mm-hmm. Fredericksburg and see the, um, you know, how people are welcoming, help welcoming us. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, I would have never guessed because, like I said, I mean, last year was the first year, which I didn't realize that last year was the year that you actually started it. Yes. But it was my first year hearing about it, which probably, you know, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> but when, you know, when I was there, I was like, oh my God, this must have been going on for a long time, you know? So I think that the fact that it's already out, like that that you had that experience, Fredericksburg Pride, we all had that experience last year and there was such a big turnout. Now everybody knows about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are talking about it on Facebook. I have seen posts about it and, you know, questions about it. So I think that it's going to continue to just go up. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, Danielle. I know oh, you've no, got more no, questions. No, no, you're totally fine. So another question I had was, did you receive any sort of backlash when starting this organization or face any challenges at all um, just by certain, maybe certain individuals or whoever the case may be? Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of people in our community face any backlash with any, um, like when, you know... <clears throat> We've, we've all had backlash of some kind being in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've been very lucky because the nonprofit itself has mm-hmm. been welcomed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people in the Fredericksburg area realized we needed this yeah. and we needed 
more really. And you know, the nonprofit pride is not just the only thing that we need. Um, it's just mm-hmm. the start. So right. if you, if you visit the, um, uh, the official Fredericksburg city webpage, you'll see a difference from last year to this year. I wish I had screenshot it last year to this year because it's extremely different. So the city has recognized they need to change. They need more inclusivity. Mm-hmm. They need, um, you know, to make these changes, even just on their website alone to show they are doing more too. They are trying. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's not the end. There, no. there does need to be more, even mm-hmm. in our little bit of town. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm very honored to be where I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I may have gotten a little derailed. <laughs> no, 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 you're totally fine. I was actually, I was also just thinking about, you know, you said the changes to the Fredericksburg page, uh, like actual website. Yeah. And um, I remember last year, and I don't know if they had done it years before, or if I had just paid attention last year because it was like the first Fredericksburg Pride event, but like being downtown oh, yeah. and all of it, like, you know, all those rainbow flags. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Holy crap! Look at Fredericksburg. Yeah. Okay, it was, like, it was like you're going through Fredericksburg on like Christmas Eve. Yeah, and all the lights you know, are like up. all the wreaths and the lights are up yeah. and stuff. But just that whole month of June, and I was like, did I not pay attention to this you last did year? Not miss anything in the okay. previous years because Fredericksburg Pride got those flags. Up. Oh my! See, I didn't know that, and that is amazing. Like I literally was like. Holy crap, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love this. I'm and I'm pretty sure my exact words were like, okay, Fredericksburg. Like, you know, <laughs> they were. So, they were. So it was just exciting to see. Yeah. So well, thank you. I, I think that. that's awesome. I think yeah. that it's really cool to be behind the scenes and to see, you know, what goes into oh having Christmas flags up. Well now right. I know. Yeah. And now I know. Yeah. Because I have I'm getting those pride flags up every year. And yeah. you know, even just uh, let's let's talk about even just like, hey, we have to order the flags, we have to order the polls, we have mm-hmm. to make sure that they're in good standing, that they're, you know, good quality for year after year. Right. Yeah. And also things that get stolen or damaged mm-hmm. or things like that, you know, they have to be repaired and replaced. So yeah. it's pretty cool to be behind the scenes and see the things that go behind it and yeah. you know have a very tiny team behind me helping mm-hmm. me do these things sounds like owning a whole business <laughs> yeah <laughs> but nonprofit. yeah so do you have a lot of volunteers that help you or do, do you need more right like <laughs> well, well let's nonprofits always need help let's yeah. just right. face mm-hmm. that um whether it's like in-house or just for events you know i just assisted with uh, mental health america they had a beautiful okay. walk and um they had a huge group of attendees um that were also volunteers that um you know, assisted in this walk. And I hope that people realize that this is what happens for like every nonprofit mm-hmm. event. You can't just rely on its board members to, to do everything. We do rely heavily on volunteers and good faith that people will show up and help mm-hmm. because, um, we do have volunteer process. However, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a submission form, there's a, um, a waiver, there's like a training, there's everything that we go through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's not just us. We do have a, I would say for this event, we have a significant amount of volunteers because last year we did not. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Trying, well, you were trying to figure out how to get some balloons from point A to point B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
it's okay. been a learning process. <laughs> yeah. And I learned heavily last year that, hey, let's get some more people in here so that I don't have to be the one picking up trash. I want other people helping me pick up trash. Yeah. So, I, but I also want people to know that, you know, I'm going to do everything that you're going to do. Mm-hmm, you know, right. I'm not going to have you do anything I would never or not do. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. I want people to know that you're doing it, I'm doing it, or I have done it. Um, and so I'm very thankful for all the volunteers that we have. Yeah, for sure. Coming from a volunteer, I completely understand. Um, cause like, I, and I think this is a big thing that kind of just kind of helps me to understand how important it is to you as the president of a nonprofit organization, you know, fire rescue. I've been a volunteer since I was 16 years old. So we rely on volunteers to cover certain things. I mean, I've been dealing with that with work here recently. Mm -hmm. So we not only rely on volunteers, but we appreciate volunteers. And I think that, you know, and you said this year is a lot better than last year, Mm -hmm. but if that can keep growing, I mean, there's a, you know, there's, if there's anything that we can do to try to help that to keep growing. Mm -hmm. So that way we're all working together and it's not just on one person or a few people. We're here for it, you know, and especially it's, it's, it's a cause that it's, it's, it's an organization that people care about. Yeah. Especially we care about it and it's near and dear to us and Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. So I'll be sending in a a volunteer form. You don't have to, (laughs) you know. You don't have to approve me, but, I don't know you know, <laughs> I'm not, you know, not trying to hint at anything, but, well, so I'm not trying to put you on the spot, uh, not she that is. we already haven't, but, you know, <laughs> um, do you have any questions for us at this point? I'm Because I'm going to hand it over to Lou, because I know I've done a lot of talking at first, so um, I just didn't know if you had any questions for us. Well, I think my question is, other than it being Pride Month, what inspired you to do a Pride theme for for this month? You know, was this in the back of your mind um, in starting the podcast that you knew that you were going to do a Pride theme podcast throughout the month? Yeah, it was actually something. Well, I I wouldn't say it was like super planned out, but you know, it was one night uh, Lou and I were just talking, and I was like, we should just put out episodes that are all LGBTQ plus related during the month of June. I'm actually kind of regretting that we didn't do that for Mental Health Awareness Month too. So that'll definitely be in the future. Right. Um. So I just thought it would just be a great idea, and you know kind of just letting people know that we are an LGBTQ friendly podcast and Mm -hmm. you know not only is Lou lesbian I am I don't know what the fuck I am if you've heard my (laughs) last episode I am I'm bi borderline pan okay I think I've just always said that I'm bi Mm -hmm. that now that I'm like oh like my mind has opened up to so much more that I'm like Oh, no, wait, hold on. And, like, yeah. I'm, like, I, I mess up all the time. You're in the discovery but, process. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. So that's I think just it. having something that's, like, so near and dear to us and, like, just getting this information out there. And then, you know, I just kind of thought one day, I'm, like, why do we celebrate it in June? And that's mm-hmm. how that first episode came out. And there are so many more that I've got that I've been doing research on and things like that that are going to come out this month. And, honestly, it's I think it's been a lot of fun yeah. to like learn about just our history, our history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So 
Yeah. yeah. It's good for people. And then, to know I don't know, yeah. Lou, if you've got anything else to no, add. No, and I, I think it's so neat that you say that because it, the history aspect of it, you know, I knew, I wasn't, like, I knew always that I was lesbian, but I was never comfortable enough to come out until I was about 22. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's it's been like, oh, you know, so Danielle calls me one day and she's like, hey. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have the headphones on. I'm sorry. She was like, hey, do you know why we celebrate Pride in June? And I was like, no, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then I gave her a whole history lesson (laughs) over the phone. (laughs) And I was like, you know, because this is something that is so near and dear to me personally. Like, I would would do this every single month, every single time that we record. But Mm -hmm. in in all reality, we got to be realistic here. I mean, do we? We we really don't have like one solid topic that we do. So maybe we're just an LGBTQ (laughs) podcast now. We just figured it out on air. (laughs) But no, I mean, I appreciate that we have a whole month that we can, you know, go ahead, say the, say it, say, say the, the regular chant. Oh, say it loud. original, I'm sorry. Oh, say it loud. Gay is proud. Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole month for that, you know? And and I just, it's just something so near and dear to me personally. And I know to Danielle as well. And Mm -hmm. obviously Yumi Gana because, you know, he kind of took on the responsibilities of being the president of Fredericksburg Mm -hmm. Pride. But, um, yeah, I mean, what other, what better way to show that not only are we members of the LGBTQ plus community, but that we're supporters, you know, because you can be a member yeah. But you also have to show your support because there are people out there that are members, but they haven't come out or they haven't actually voiced that they're members. Yeah. So all to our, know. All of our members, all of our members look different. All of them, all of them mm-hmm. show their pride different, show their support exactly. different. So we have yeah. to show it in different forms and show that, hey, we're here and you don't have to be wearing, you know, a, a rainbow beanie or, exactly. you know, this or that to, to, to be a part of our community. Yeah. You know, yeah. We all look very different. We mm-hmm. all show our support and pride different. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's something that's important to share too. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I know we talked about one time um, in one of our previous episodes, we talked about allies and I don't think, uh, maybe they do, but I think that like recognition for our allies in this aspect, as well as other aspects is like a huge thing. I think I might have mentioned it in the last mm-hmm. episode because it might you might not necessarily be a member or not consider yourself a mem- member of the LGBTQ plus community, but you are. Yeah. Like if you're an ally, you're a member of this community because mm-hmm. you support and you love and you show up when it's needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that was even that like that was like our friend Jen. I don't know if you saw the um. It's on. I think it's currently on our Facebook stories. Not by the time this episode comes out, but. You know, she posted this um, thing on Instagram and it said proud ally and it was all rainbow and she wrote this big thing about our podcast and how you can just be a supportive person and and things like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is freaking beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. I have to share this because just because you're not gay, lesbian, bi, trans, whatever the case is, you can still be supportive and be an ally. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. I, there's definitely going to be people that argue, um, and I don't. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I think it really, it it, it de- 
depends on you know what point of view that you're looking at because yeah. you do have to view it from everybody's point of view yes. that some people would definitely argue that mm-hmm. that just because you're an ally you're not a member of the community yeah. because there yeah. are so many other communities out there that you can't say that for yeah that's very so, true um we do have to respect that as yeah well. absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. yeah very good point mm-hmm. very good point um so this is kind of along the lines as far as you know every year we have the um we are honestly blessed to have the Fredericksburg pride thank you every year (laughs) so how much work would you I mean I know that you are so busy but how much work would you say goes into planning Fredericksburg pride so right now I still do have a nine to five or sorry eight to four um (laughs) (laughs) um Monday through Friday job right however um when I first started this I had um my regular eight to four I had an evening job that was also my um weekend job as well working for the outfitter and then also the nonprofit. And so I was with the, um, the guiding company. It was a river rock outfitter. They're a wonderful outdoor organization in downtown Fredericksburg. Mm -hmm. I was there for Mm -hmm. seven years and, um, worked as a sales associate and their hiking guide. And just this past January, I had to say goodbye. You know, um, I didn't want to, but I had to focus more on the nonprofit. It was taking, starting to, leap off into realms that we needed it to mm-hmm. you know the community right. needs it to um but I had to focus more on it and I didn't have the time to do that with another job as well so maybe one day the nonprofit will just be my my main thing mm-hmm. but however I do still have a um you know a, a Monday through Friday but um it takes it's a lot of energy. It's a oh, lot sure. because, you know, when people told me beforehand, I had considered having a, um, a nonprofit for, uh, cleanups, like park cleanups in town. Mm-hmm. People were telling me, oh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of, of energy to have a nonprofit. It's a lot, you know, it's debt basically a full-time job if even if you're not getting paid for it oh no you know it's fine I'll be able to handle it (laughs) yes I I can handle it I actually do very well under stress but also it is a full-time job (laughs) I really like to reply to people Mm -hmm. I don't like to leave anybody on red I don't like to leave anybody Mm -hmm. on um you know hanging and I like to make sure that I'm communicating properly I'm always making sure that I'm wording things appropriately And, um, you know, not, not everything comes naturally to everybody. I'm great at event organizing. I am not great at things like with the IRS or, (laughs) you know, or, um, making, I don't think any of us are, (laughs) there's just, there's a lot more that goes, Mm -hmm. goes into it. It's not just a big party every year. And along with it being this great big event that we're trying to hold every year, we also are in the process of creating workshops and programming and learning how to write grants and learn, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. That way we can get into the process of creating workshops for people in our area, not just like a one-time thing, partnering with people. We want to have the thing, these things regularly available yeah. so we can go into a high school GSA or we can go into a health program that's searching to, for example, how do they use pronouns in the health district, you know, mm-hmm. like how do we, or oh, health hard. community. So it's these things that we need research on and we need more help with. We need more time. I want to be there. We're not there right now, and mm-hmm. we, but we will be. Like when I have something in my head and I know I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's you awesome. know, otherwise I wouldn't even have this nonprofit. So I think that <laughs> I think that um, we're in the right area to get um, to get further help for the community. You know, okay. you know, big goals. We have yeah. really big goals. It's not just <laughs> well, workshops yeah. and things like that. You know, I'd love yeah. to have an LGBTQ plus youth program that's not just for. Um, 
you know, specifically for mental health or specifically for just, um, you know, one area of their life. Like I would like to have like an actual program for them year round and I don't have kids and I don't want to look like a creeper having things for kids (laughs) by myself. So I want to make sure that I'm doing this all all the right way. Yeah. You know, no, that would be amazing. I definitely think, especially for this community. Mm -hmm. And I think I had mentioned it on one of the last episodes, like, you know, uh, was it the last? I don't know. Anyways, it was one where I feel like a lot more kids are, as opposed to maybe when we grew up, they're a lot more comfortable, like, coming out. With their sexuality. With their sexuality, and, yes. their identities, everything, things like that. So I definitely young, think... The having, younger generation is teaching us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I don't just mean about technology. Like they are teaching yeah. us how to respect and how to right. be. Mm-hmm. They have a different way about thinking, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. I think yeah. that if it was like this, I'm not saying mm-hmm. my high school was anti-LGBT. Mm-hmm. I just know that I was not comfortable coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that I didn't have that kind of support system mm-hmm. in my high school at that time. Yeah. And while even the areas now, the thing about GSAs and whatever you want to call it. There's one that's one of the local schools. I'm not going to give it all away, but, um, because maybe it's private, but you know, Mm -hmm. one is called alphabet soup and one's GSA and one is spectrum. And there's, there, there are a lot of groups in our high schools and middle schools and such. Um, thankfully, but also they have to be, a lot of them have to be run by a teacher. Yeah. And these are things that I'm learning throughout the process of this nonprofit that, a teacher has to want to do that and mm-hmm. um, help the kids assist. Now, I don't know how it is for high school. I think it's for middle school. but And somebody could definitely teach me. I'm always welcome to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have to, a lot of them have to have this, you know, adult figure that is willing to give up their time to do this for them. Right. And so there's for, for those communities that, in cities that are still out there, in our surrounding areas mm-hmm. that don't have that teacher and don't have that adult figure that will help them Mm -hmm. they don't have that support group in Mm -hmm. their community in that town and they don't know about the lgbtq plus groups that are in our area Mm -hmm. and they don't know about fredericksburg pride until one of their friends says hey did you hear about that or Mm -hmm. you know people look up at the city at the city's flags and like what is the city doing with my tax money (laughs) you know and there's there's just so much that goes behind it that we don't realize that the city needs Mm -hmm. and these children need and not even just children you know like I needed this. You know, I needed a group when Mm -hmm. I was living here, when I first moved here and I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know who to talk to and I didn't Mm -hmm. know how to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's like, uh, I mean, I saw people like growing up in school and uh, granted I was born and raised in Caroline County, but, and this is actually going to segue into a question that I had for you that I don't. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) This was, this is going to segue into a question that I actually didn't send you. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, so I grew up in Caroline County and I saw maybe two or three people, if that, I mean, if that in, in middle school and high school, because we rode this, you know, in middle school, we rode the same bus as the high school, high schoolers. So I saw maybe two or three people within the whole middle and high school schools, like, and granted, maybe I missed some people, but I only saw a, less than a handful of people who were members of the LGBTQ plus community and very proud. And, you know, I looked at them and I was like, oh my goodness, you know, I, I wish, like, I hope that I can be like that one day. Can we talk about when we were younger and people were in the LGBTQ community and if you didn't know any better, 
everybody around you just called them a slut. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> when we, yeah. Like, when I was younger, if mm-hmm. somebody that I probably looked up to that was in the LGBTQ community, you know, I didn't know if they were, uh, what they identified as, what their pronouns or anything. Um, but, you know, when I was in middle school, at least, they weren't lesbian by mm-hmm. anything. They no. were They were the, the school slut. Yeah. And, or freak. Yeah. yeah. Or freak. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like I'm so I'm glad that that's changing. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's not everywhere, mm-hmm. and I know, no. and that's why we're here. Yeah, you know, to show the representation and show that yeah. hey, you, you you can't you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna slut shame. <laughs> yeah, first right. off, mm-hmm. and also um, just because you're in the community doesn't mean you're a slut. But if you want to be a slut, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> You do you, baby. <laughs> okay. No, it's true. And yeah. like there were there weren't any organizations or any support groups for, you know, members of the LGBT community. And so that's where in my head I was just like I was scared, but also because I had a whole past with, you know, religion and stuff, cult mm-hmm. and stuff. But um as far as seeing those people, you know, I just wish that because at one point and and this is me being vulnerable at this very moment. Mm-hmm. And this is terrible of me because I knew that I was a lesbian. I just wasn't comfortable to show it. You know, me personally, even at one point, I said, oh, they're weird. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so shitty of me. We didn't know any better. Right. I know. I'm not but, saying that that's know. an excuse, but if that's how you're grown, if that's how we grew up, I grew up in a Baptist church. I grew up, and so a little bit more about me to follow yeah, that. Yeah. We're, we're, going, that earlier. we're going back so, to the first. Yeah, sorry. So I grew up in a Baptist church, and I grew up going to church yeah. most Sundays. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, growing up, I went to the churches that I didn't know any better because my family was going to them. My friends were going to them. It was one or the other, and I, I still continued to go to the church after my family stopped going because my best friend was going, so I went to her church instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these churches that I went to were anti LGBT. Mm-hmm. They were against it. They were yep. talking about if you, you know, if I were to lay with another woman, if I were to lay with somebody that represented themselves in a different way than, you know, than they were born. And mm-hmm. it's, then you're a sinner, exact- essentially. Yeah, like no, yeah. you're, you're. Oh, my grandmother told me I was going to hell when oh. I was yeah, like yeah, seventeen. Sinner, hell. <laughs> yeah, you're burning. You're yeah. going to hell. Excommunicated. <laughs> even yeah. with even with s- small things, I swear your grandparents always attack you first. Okay, it's like you're going to hell. And <laughs> but, then even when I started getting tattoos, apparently, I'm just gonna go to heaven with my tattoos all removed, looking like Swiss cheese, <laughs> and how terrible they were. And I was like, okay, but I'm gonna keep getting more <laughs> like, you know, so. well, after, after you start that addiction process yeah but it's, so what's welcome what's amazing yeah. at, at pride is that we have you know these these churches and also um um beth shalom is coming that are pro lgbtq plus and they oh, are man. lgbtq plus affirming and while i am no longer religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have that area for people because there, there's so many, and this is just me talking about pride now, but there's going to be <laughs> so many things at pride, but including something that I did not have growing up, which means, you know, the religion aspect that was right. for and supporting me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm so jazzed about having yeah. that this year. 
And we had yeah. some, we had a couple last year too, but we have more this year too. That's awesome. I'm sorry, but I got, uh, I got things to say. Real quick. Hold on. Just because you said Danielle. they're going to be at Pride. Um, are moms with, that give hugs going to be, I don't remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Our microphone just fell. I'm so sorry. Okay, hold on. We're going to edit that. Well, you were kind of talking. While they're fixing it, I'm just going to say free mom hugs will be there. Oh, yes. <laughs> we're, we're keeping it in. Okay. We're keeping it in. Sorry, guys. Every oh, time. Oh, I'm going the wrong way. You You're are definitely idiot, going the wrong way. <laughs> we need a better table. You know what? Yeah, we can stay in this for a while This table's a problem. You can put a piece of wood on either side and that could help. And that way there's one soft. Look at Ghana. Fucking idea. <laughs> Coming in here. <laughs> too little, too late. Good. <laughs> fucking idea. Sorry. <laughs> like the fucking mics never jumped out at so many Okay. You know what? We looked professional up until this very moment in time. <laughs> we didn't even touch it either. Just we, I know. I was just like, whoa. Take me on a date first. <laughs> Can we have a bloopers moment for this episode? <laughs> I don't look. I already have a lot on my plate. Just <laughs> let me edit it and we'll be good to go. Okay. Okay, so quick question. Is the mom moms who give out hugs are they gonna be there? <laughs> Free mom hugs. Okay, there will we go. Be there. Okay. We have a lot of people that reach them. out and ask, hey, can uh, I can I be on free mom hugs or can I have that? I'm not a part of their organization. Uh, I I um but you can reach out. Reach out yeah. to free mom hugs. They are a wonderful organization. There's a oh Fredericksburg district um group. Uh, just reach out to them, ask, hey, can I be their day of? Obviously, there's a lot of people just walk Walking around with a free mm-hmm. mom hug shirt on or free dad hug, free mm-hmm. grandma hug. Like all of these shirts are great. Um, Sorry, I'm But dying. if you want to join that that group, that nonprofit, mm-hmm. just research them. Research free mom hug Fredericksburg or reach, research free mom hug and look for our area and reach out to them because they are a wonderful organization doing oh, great things all I around the country. It. I want to be, as I wanna, always, I want to give out free mom hugs, but I'm not a mom. I have chickens <laughs> and a dog and stuff. I'm a mom. so Okay. But as always, the information will be in the show notes. Of course. Um, for free, free mom hugs. Free mom hugs. Free yeah. mom hugs. I, got, I'm, yeah. I do this every time. I'm like, who's the moms that give out hugs? <laughs> Where are they? For free. <laughs> for free. For free. I don't even have to pay them. They just love me like, for me and I, they don't even know me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, so I, I wanted to touch really quick on, and this is another moment that... um it kind of hits home for me. So I know you you mentioned that there would be those who are there from different churches representing those churches and how they are LGBTQ plus friendly. And not only that, but they're Completely very... LGBTQ plus affirming. Right. Affirming. Yeah. Thank you. See, she knows all the correct terminology and I'm terrible at it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Migana. We need you on here like every time we do it, LGBTQ. <laughs> yeah can i just like have like (laughs) but no so i was born and raised in a i it's a cult it's it's a cult um and you know it, it was so concerning to me that i would get in trouble for being who i was so i was so afraid to actually be myself and in i'm 23 years old now mm-hmm 22, like 22, 21 and a half, but 22 is when I really fully was 
comfortable enough to come out and say, you know what? I don't care what they think. Because I was so afraid of the backlash, which the backlash still happened. Mm -hmm. I still lost everybody because in that cult that I was in, if you're in it, you're in it. I was born and raised in it. So I had nobody in my life but them. So when I left, I lost everybody. But I gained people like Danielle and people like, you know, some of my other friends who have been so supporting. So it's like, sorry, it's like... um. It, it, it's definitely a, a relief to know that there will be organizations there that support that. Mm-hmm. And although, like you, Migana, I am not religious anymore. I have no desire to be religious, but I still appreciate that. And I appreciate those who are representing those, you know, religions or what mm-hmm. have you that are there to offer their support for yeah. people who have been through shit like me. But who still believe in religion, you know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry. That was a spiel. No, no, no. That don't want to be sorry for something like that. I think that, I think there's always going to be something for somebody. Um, and I, you know, as we're growing, we're always wanting to make sure that we're representing all aspects of mm-hmm. our community. Mm-hmm. And um, while I'm not religious, like I said, I am... I'm happy that they're going to be there because mm-hmm. I'm happy to see that when, you know, when I was... 11, you know, or 15 or 21, you know, going to church and being asked to leave a church because I had tattoos. How could I ever tell them that, you know, I Mm -hmm. was in love with a woman or that I had a crush on this woman or, you know, anything. And being able to see these young children and young people, you know, if they want to go up to that booth. Mm-hmm. They, then they can and they have somebody yeah. um and i i am i'm a s- strong believer in you know having somebody when you're going through something like that having somebody by your side is very very helpful mm-hmm. so yeah. i wish i kind of had that piece of the community with me way back when um so i'm just glad that yeah. they do now and it's not even just for us it's for our elders too mm-hmm. because oh, we absolutely. still have people joining our group and joining our community you know, people that are just finding themselves mm-hmm. and realizing, hey, this isn't just for, that's not just for the young kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just ain't for the Gen Z's, you know. Yeah, that's like, a knee slapper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And I definitely think if like a youth program gets started and like these churches that are, you know, what do you say? LGBTQ affirming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're getting the terminology. Like amigo. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Just to be able to have, you know, if you're religious, but you you want to go to a church that is more accepting of yeah. who you are and your identity. and Right. They don't care about your sexuality or who you love. And then having, like, youth groups or something like that for kids who just, they're just finding themselves. Yeah. You know, they feel open enough to, And know, elders. And elders. Yeah. So to be able to have events even, you know, that that's more on, on like an adult level mm-hmm. or even all together, like, you know, but I don't know. There's well, so many ideas going on for. in my brain. That's what the after party is for. <laughs> so many ideas. I'm going to, so I'm going to turn I, in my volunteer di- form. Okay. I have a direct question for you, Migana, and this is off the books again. I'm known for that. Do you realize how much of an impact that you've had on these particular people who are searching for, for, you know, for things like that when it comes to the religious aspect, 
or even not the religious aspect, when it comes to just your hometown being like, you can be safe in your own hometown. Do you understand the impact that you've had? It's still hard to accept that something, yeah. something as, as big as that, right. um, because we are ever growing and we're ever trying to be better. Um, no one is ever perfect. Every organization has room to grow. You right, can try right. to do things right, but, uh, and that's my anxiety speaking. <laughs> but, <laughs> she, um, you didn't luckily, give her this question. Luckily, but, all three of us can relate to that. So but, you're good. <laughs> I think, you know, I think the thing that really, um, hit home for me wasn't, it's not when people come to me and say, you know, um, and thank you for telling me, thank you. I, I, I very much appreciate it, but I don't think it's that last year, something that not many people got to see Oh boy! was during the event, my father who grew up in, um, you know, and he was, he was military. He was, um, I'm just going to say, I, I, I kind of don't think he was LGBTQ friendly. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, in, in the way that he talked about things and how he discussed, you know, all, you know, gay this, gay that, right. um, he now makes jokes about it, about it and not at my expense. Mm-hmm. He makes jokes like with me about it. But the thing that I was talking about last year was if you were at the very, very front of the March last year, I wasn't. you got to experience seeing my father meet me as we walked into the March, my very first pride March, walk into the March and he met me because he didn't get to walk. He was watching the tent for me. He met me and was the first person to hug me. Oh, as I came in and we just, both of us just bawled. Well, you're he, making me do Oh. I, I, I had. Yeah. I, and, I, and I still get chills thinking yes. about it. I had no idea it was going to be like that. I had no yeah. idea he was going to accept not just me, but the community. Mm-hmm. No, like I think that. that's amazing. And I love you, Lou. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm like I'm like holding it I all in talk. in my chest right now, <laughs> but I'm like I think oh my gosh, so I have these that's like, like thousands of people. That's behind like me. such a powerful moment too. Mm-hmm. Like oh my gosh, and everybody was so patient with me behind yeah, me. Yeah, you're you. like oh my gosh, hold on, this is a big moment for me, people. <laughs> like, you know, so oh god, that's awesome. So Lou needs a minute. <laughs> so. Let me see here. Uh, it was, uh, here. Well, oh, no, I, I do have say, a good... I just want to say, yeah, you know. you say something. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. I'm mid-cry. You're okay. But uh, I do you. feel <laughs> like... Uh, I do feel like that before my mom passed away, mm-hmm. I think eventually she would have come around like that. Yeah. And it's just so touching to me that that happened because, you know, even though all hope can be lost when it comes to parental figures or, you know, support from family members or even friends, you might not think that that's going to happen. But I think, you know, if you just keep the right mindset, it can happen. And I think that my mom... Yeah. I think that would have happened with my mom eventually before she passed away. So, thank you. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. 
Oh, I think if she could have seen yeah. the work that you're doing in the community too, she I'm absolutely. absolutely. I'm sorry, guys. I don't cry. I'm sorry. That's... No, you're totally fine. Yeah, go go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah, no, I just started to tear up too. So I was like, no, hold it together, Danielle. <laughs> so, but that's okay. That was so good. I don't. And I think that I really do. Like, I think you're absolutely, absolutely right. I think eventually your mom would have come around. But the fact that you guys were a part of the religion that you were a part of, it was going to take her a lot longer to come around. So. No doubt. And mm-hmm. I was definitely willing to wait. So. Yeah. Uh, so, but you never know. Maybe she's. I don't believe. Like I said, I don't believe in religion. But maybe she's flying high somewhere and she's looking down on me and like, you know what? I'm sure she is. You know. So I don't know. Let's just but all take are. a big breath. <laughs> so before we start up again. Oh, I thought we'll we were recording it. there. I'm sorry. No, no, we were just taking a break. Okay. So, I mean, unless you keep it in there, I don't know. You do the editing. So. <laughs> I'll figure it out whenever I listen back. Is this still recording? Yes. Yeah. It always records, and then I just edit later on. Sorry, you can't see it. Ooh, sorry, I wasn't expecting that, but Magana, he brought in the parents, and... Yeah. Yeah, there we are. But that's awesome. But that's good stuff. That's awesome. About your dad, so... We can circle back to that, because my mother's completely opposite. Oh, okay, yeah, let's okay. circle back to it. Okay. So... So, yeah, that was, that was my story, uh... So you talked about your dad, but what about, is your mom in your life or? So my parents um, separated when I was in elementary school. My parents separated when I was in elementary school and um, people can say what they want to say about supporting people and supporting a group and organization, but Mm -hmm. your actions speak louder than your words. Mm -hmm. And um, I personally don't feel like my mother is supportive and Mm -hmm. um yeah she may have been busy you know last year or she may have been busy yet anything else I've invited her to for that organization but for the nonprofit. but um I I, you know no (laughs) to put it simply um I think that she's got some work to do on herself and we have Mm -hmm. some work to do in our relationship that I'm currently not um in an area to proceed with yeah so um hopefully she'll come around eventually but i think i'm very very lucky to have a stepmom that um is extremely supportive and was walking around everybody last year and telling everybody do you know that girl that's my daughter (laughs) (laughs) trying to take pictures of everybody and trying to say did i say that pronouns right oh my god and she's trying yeah Yeah. i love it though but that's the point they're trying Yeah. yeah like that's what matters. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No. Oh, that's no, what that's matters, fine. So she, know? I know, I'm sure she'll be there again this year. Yes. And um, Mama V, you can just call her Mama V if you see her around. Mama um, V. <laughs> and she, sh- well, she should be part of the free mom um, hug. She oh, loves God. hugging everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think she would I'm thrive mom, there. <laughs> Meanwhile, Freedom. I'm like, I see five people and I'm like, I need like two days off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like after Pride, my social battery is probably going to be depleted mm-hmm. for a little while, but I'm excited for yes, it, you right. know? Oh, yeah. Like, I, real quick, and then we can circle back to more questions, and I know this one wasn't written down either, so I apologize. <laughs> we always do this, Miguel. But I'm so sorry. 
once, like, when June is over, mm-hmm. it is July 1st, are you just like, I need to nap for 10 days? Fuck <laughs> like, this just, shit on my Yeah, you, you just, like, lay on your couch and you're like, nobody talk to me <laughs> so for it's, at it's, least 10 days. <laughs> so, th- so last year was the first time we held Pride. And mm-hmm. a really cool thing I was able to do last year was pre-Pride. Um, for, for those of you that know me very well, you know, as a hiking guide for seven years, mm-hmm. I hiked the Appalachian trail. I've been to Kilimanjaro. I've done a lot of things in my life that involve hiking and elevation and, um, um, uh, sorry, side note. Can we please, the three of us go on a hiking can trip we go together? On a hike? I love <laughs> yes. to hike. I mean, I'm, I'm not a really big fan I'm not of like a pro hiker or anything, but. <laughs> but, you know, like a mini, like Shenandoah National Park hike? Absolutely. Okay. Oh my God. I know yes. exactly where I would want to take you to. Oh my Hawksville? gosh. Yes. Can't give my secret places away. I have a secret no, you Shenandoah have to tell me because place I might too. know it. After, the, after this, yeah. Okay, all right. I all have right. a secret Shenandoah place too. <laughs> So, so um, girls trip plans. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. What was the question? Oh, I oh. said after, like it's July first. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So last year, I, you know, I started this organization. I started the nonprofit, and but pre Pride, I already knew that I was going to leave to hike the PCT. So I had a week after Pride where I finalized up all of my work at my okay. job. Thank goodness they allowed me. You know, River Rock is so supportive of hiking and any mm. of those outdoor adventures. And then also my Monday through Friday was supportive of me leaving as well. Upset, but a supportive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's you, so I mean, anybody would be upset. And, um, so I left for around six months last year after Pride. Wow. After a week. Six and months? It was six months, yeah. Oh, my and gosh. So, this is how tiny we are, okay? So... No. I was, well, I was at least laps where we were last year. A lot, of, a lot has changed in a year. Yeah. And, um, you're fucked. So I left. <laughs> you're so completely fucked. I left the hike the Pacific Crest Trail last year. Okay. Um, and so that got, uh, if you heard anything about the California fires, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that, that ended after a bit. Um, so I hiked a couple of other things. So I was able to kind of decompress that way. Yeah. And that is how I decompress. This time around, I can't take six months off. I've got a nonprofit that is thriving now. So nope, you're fucked. Um, <laughs> so she's like, I get my two weeks vacation. <laughs> That's and I'm, exactly what I'm, I'm just, doing. Hey, I'm just gonna text you every day and say you're fucked. <laughs> so two weeks after Pride, this time instead of being one week difference, which honestly wasn't enough time to, to like get work, get work like situated. This time around, I'll after two weeks, um, I will go and leave to do the Benton McKay Trail. Um, okay, starting in Georgia. And um, that's just, that's how I decompress. And I think that a lot of people that know me really well understand that that that's what I need for things like this. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but for those two weeks after, you know, we'll have a debrief meeting. We'll have, um, I'm already working on next year's paperwork. I'm already working on, this is, you know, my checklists for next year are better than this year's. Mm -hmm. I'm working on making sure that things are more organized. So. I know that one of your questions was something like, hey, how long does Pride take? It's year This is round. why the majority of my questions I did not ask because I it's, knew you were going to cover it's them. It's year round. Yeah. So literally yeah. from the time that I am doing things now and the city's asking me questions. So let's talk about the city real quick. Yeah, can the we? The city has been extremely supportive of LGBTQ+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, there okay. are some things that happened, let's be honest, that happened in the, the recent past. Um with um some protests and um marches and um 
but when pride came around, when the association came around, um, what happened, what the difference that happened was COVID was, I don't want to say ending, but you know, the, the, the height of COVID was ending. Therefore, more restrictions were in place and the city sort of guided me into doing this to saying, Hey, some things happened and we are a little bit more strict now. And so what they were strict on last year, they're even stricter on this year. Oh wow. So okay. they were they were pretty lax and I'm I'm appreciative of the lax because last year I didn't know what I was doing. And um <laughs> So I had kind of like a little bit of leeway last year, whereas this year they're like, hey, you know, you need to do it this way. You need to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know, know they're cracking down on everybody and yeah. all the events that are going on. And, you know, Virginia Health Department is reaching mm-hmm. out more and all these things, you know, that um, during the height of COVID, they were a little bit lax on. Mm-hmm. It's not that we didn't do background checks. It's not we didn't do the health checks that we needed to, but the the I guess officials are mm-hmm. coming back and saying hey like we're, we just want to make sure it's done properly to protect everybody we were lax during COVID because right. mm-hmm. you know this or that so um and but so that's just their job you it know is, it mm-hmm. is it is their job yeah. um and I can't so you know I'm, I'm over here apologizing to my vendor saying hey I'm sorry I have to ask for this but I have to ask right. for this and then they know it's not me it's mm-hmm. them asking for it so Outside of, like, my vendors, the city has been welcoming and acknowledges the changes required. Okay. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So, while, without saying it, and it's because I've, I'm seeing the difference. Like I said earlier, the website alone has shown me that they are acknowledging right. um, that yeah. change is needed. Yeah. So, you know, Juneteenth was probably never on the city's website. And forgive me, I love Fredericksburg City and I love where I grew up, um, but I'm sure that was probably not on there. Yeah. Website prior to a couple right. of years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. LGBTQ plus history and um, Juneteenth is on there now. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more that That's needs awesome. to be on there than the, <clears throat> they've started a diverse city campaign and, mm-hmm. you know, representing everybody yeah. in the community from business owners and organizations. And, um, it's, that's, that is right. needed. So I'm, I was shocked when I gave my, and mind you, this is my first time doing it. So I had never asked before, so I didn't even know if they were going to approve it or not. But right. when I asked to have pride flags up, I was like, can they, can they be progress, pla- like fr- progress pride flags? Yeah. And they were like, just send, send us an image and we'll approve it. And, you know, so they sent them an image and they did. And I was like, what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I was like, Fredericksburg yeah. City. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Fredericksburg. Exactly. Okay. All right. Now we're going Danielle's route. Okay, so Fredericksburg. I, so I think, I think that um, it's not just this, it's not just us growing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, people are re- realizing. And we're having a lot of our allies reach out and say, hey, that. we want to sponsor you. Hey, mm-hmm. can we be a part of your event? Can we do something for you? Can we help? Right. And because they realize, I think that, you know, especially downtown, we're where we are primarily based. However, we do support surrounding areas um, mm-hmm. and surrounding counties. The downtown area specifically with the history that we have, mm-hmm. they are, things are changing. Yeah. For the better. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I know you mentioned like, you know, allies and, and things along those lines, but 
I guess this kind of segues into my next question. So how can local businesses aid when it comes to assisting in the advertisement process and in the, you know, in, in the kind of sort of don't remember the word I'm looking for, but you know, like ally process and, yeah. and things like that, you know, because it's not, I, you know, it's not, it's not just us. It's every organization out there. It's our black community. It's right. our Asian community. It's everybody out there that requires and needs representation here. Mm-hmm. And for whether it be a nonprofit or a community organization, how you can help. There's so many ways you can help. So you can start with, um, sharing, about the organization. Mm-hmm. You can start sharing okay. their events. You can donate. You can volunteer. You can, if you can't do any of that, go follow their page. Yeah. Like, you know, go right. see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the money to assist, because not everybody does, and that's okay, go just look on their website and research them. That way you right. can share their information with other people. Right. Right. Um, Good idea. You know, there's, there's, there's more to do than money, and there's yeah. more to do than, like, physical in-person Right. And I think that's where a lot of the holdup is, oh, I, I don't have the time or I don't have the energy for that. Yeah. Well, I, I know that a lot of people have, you know, a lot of decompressed time with social media, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, exactly. whatever it is at the end of the day, sometimes the beginning of the day, whatever it is for you. Um, but we're addicted to the social media. So if you want to right. help and you are on social media, share that page or right. share that post or yeah. share that, hey, I can't attend, but I hope you can kind right. of thing, you know, right. and... Um, there, there's a lot more help than, than pulling out of your wallet. Yeah. Not yeah. to say, you know, as, as a reminder, nonprofits run on donations. So thank yeah, you for yeah. that. I mean, if you have donations, come on. Um, but there is more to do than, than just donations. Yeah. Helping get the word out mm-hmm. about your organization, especially such a new one. As, as yours is mm-hmm. so well there's other organizations in our area that people don't even know about yeah. um that are vital to you know fredericksburg area mm-hmm. so right. I, well, and i don't know i um i don't know the history of everybody there's so many nonprofits in our area alone in fredericksburg alone right. but one of the oldest nonprofits in the area is mental health america um oh of, of fredericksburg and like in a, if you don't know where to go for mental health and you're just trying to research therapists in fredericksburg you're gonna get a huge list of people go to mental health america they have a list of people that are currently accepting and aren't accepting people they're okay. constantly right. updating their list things like that so like there's so much history in the downtown fredericksburg area and so much help that's needed outside yeah. of the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. that, um, you know, correlates with mental health, suicide awareness, um, a POC community. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, there's a lot that we need to do to share the resources that we have. And we do have an, uh, a resource page on our website. Okay. We don't put anybody on there until with like without their permission. Okay. Um, so that's another thing too. Like we've have we have counseling services on there, and we have um, um, event groups on there. But if we, we're not going to put it out there until you you know either ask us or we ask for permission, because we don't. I don't want to out anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you don't have a service that specifically correlates to LGBTQIA plus community, um, I I I, I want to make sure that it's. Like, I don't want to just put, like, for example, like, I don't want to just put, like, an organization up there and then somebody tells me, hey, they don't, 
like I tried, but they're not LGBTQIA friendly. Right. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to take my experience against somebody else's experience. Mm-hmm. So right. I want to know that they're um, completely affirming before I do so. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey guys, so sorry for the abrupt ending there. We had some unfortunate technical difficulties where we lost about 15 minutes of quality information. Uh, yeah, I know. It's always something. But don't worry, all that information will be in the show notes. Once again, we want to thank Migana, the president of Fredericksburg Pride, so much for being a special guest on this episode. Hopefully we can have her again in the future. Now, if you did want to follow Fredericksburg Pride on social media, you can do so on Instagram at fxbgpride or on Facebook at Fredericksburg Pride. Don't forget that this Saturday is our Fredericksburg Pride event. And the march will start at 9.30 a.m. and last until 11 a.m. And then the after party will be starting at 6 p.m. Where your bitches and stitches will be. So make sure to pop in, see us, celebrate your pride with us. It's going to be a great time. Once again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bitches and Stitches. I'm your host, Lou. Oh, I forgot Danielle wasn't here there for a second. Anyway, you already know Danielle's another host. Make sure you tune in for our next episode, and we'll catch you on the motherfucking slip and slip.